In the U.S., when we mention the word shed, we visualize a small building with tools in a backyard where we go to fix and build stuff. In Canada, and now in the U.S., the word shed now has a social meaning. It's a movement where men can go to help and support other men. It's a new emerging support against isolation and suicide prevention. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. In a number of mass shootings in America, they were done by men, isolated men. Perhaps giving them more connection could have helped to alleviate the stress, anxiety, etc. that contributed to their damaging actions. Beginning in Australia and then into Canada, where Canada's northern provinces are known for sparsely populated areas in isolation, the men's shed movement is providing safe and friendly environments to give men somewhere to go, something to do with community projects, and most importantly, someone to talk with. The men's shed movement has reached the United States with currently 30 locations, including here in Colorado. How the men's shed movement works and the benefits to our communities, we unpack men's sheds with from the United Way in Vancouver, B.C., Canada, coordinator Aman Ali Fasal. The, the shed movement did start in Australia and, and, and grew from there, so it moved, moved into New Zealand, parts of the U.K., um, and, then, and then came to Canada, and, and that's where we in, in British Columbia um, discovered it and, and found that it was uh, an important movement to bring uh, to our province and, and across the country. What's one reason why you wanted to bring it there? Is it because uh, Canada has some long nights or days or guys just like living up there in the Yukon someplace and you can't find them but every now and then? So look, we uh, uncovered some, some pretty startling um, research and statistics that showed that um, the suicide rate of men over the age of 65 um, in, in five five-year kind of age gaps just continued to grow and that of those uh, over the age of 85 uh, was the highest and so we realized that because of things like you know increased um, depression social social isolation um, at those ages as well as uh, kind of a an internal uh, sense of a loss of purpose uh, all those things were contributing to to that higher suicide rate and uh, a movement like the men's shed um, could could be a, a way to to support that and, and, and bring those things down um, is is having having a movement like the men's sheds or having a, a a group like the like the sheds to connect with brought those men purpose it brought them um, new friends brought them connection brought them um, again purpose an opportunity to volunteer an opportunity to use their hands um, and really um, grow even even at the the ripe age of 65 70 75 80 um, gave them continuous opportunity uh, to grow and again help reduce uh, that depression social isolation and um, and other really negative factors does the shed take its branding from men who like to work with their hands or go out in the backyard and and have a place to do that. Is, is that where the imagery comes from? Yeah, kind of. So um, in Australia, um, it's maybe a lot more common in, uh, than in North America, but I heard uh, of this story where in, in Australia, um, guys in their neighborhoods on their streets would just get together um, in their sheds um, and do work or just kind of hang out and, and really come together. And that's where that's where this concept of a shed came about, is taking that physical tool shed um, and maybe expanding it a little bit but in some cases that actually is a, sh- uh, 
a tool shed or a workshop where where the men get together and um, and just and just connect. You know, I, I spoke earlier about mental health and what we what we know and what we've heard is that women often connect face to face or heart to heart. Um, a shed is where men can connect shoulder to shoulder, which um, we've heard uh, is 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 a much easier um, experience uh, for men um, and, a, and a much easier uh, environment for men to open up in and feel safe, to not feel alone, and feel accepted. Do you try to put together or at least stimulate the formation of shed organizations in places where they're going to be easy to access because some people probably live in some very remote places and have long ways to drive or to come to be a part of one. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point, and it's it's part it's one of the reasons that um, United Way BC um, kind of stepped into this facilitation role um, is to really help the men's sheds movement continue to be um, grassroots. So United Way BC, well. Um, we have kind of a, a lens on where the need may be. We rely on individuals in their communities, uh, rural, remote, or other, to, to tell us where there's a need. And, and we can um, provide the type of support that may be needed through grants that are available. Um, but it is a grassroots movement. That's part of the reason this movement's been so successful is you don't have nonprofit organizations coming in try to tell men what to do. Um, it's men coming forward saying, we want to do this, and organizations like United Way BC saying, how can we help you? What kind of projects are you hearing that they're doing? Are they building benches? Are they doing repair work? What kinds of things are they doing once they they get together to be a benefit for their communities? They're doing all that and more. So we've heard uh, a variety of stories. There's, um, you know, to your point uh, about it being kind of community-based, uh, there's uh, men's sheds that are that their shed or their location is in a in a co-op or in a uh, townhouse uh, complex and their their shed is there and they help repair the bikes of all the the neighborhood kids um uh when when they're out for a ride so there's many instances where you know a kid will roll up will need their their uh, chains oiled or maybe they fell off uh the bike and and that's where the men support there's other sheds who do park benches as you say uh, partner with libraries um there are other sheds also uh, who host learning seminars. So uh, for the men that attend, it's not just about using your hands. It's about kind of using your brain and, and increasing kind of your, your, um, your knowledge. So there's been sessions um, on uh, brain health and, and understanding dementia. There's been sessions on emergency preparedness and response. Um, and there's been, there's been others. But, um, yeah, it's not necessarily just about using your hands. It, there's, there's all sorts of things that you can learn and gain from, from attending a men's shed. Uh, is the shed movement in Canada pretty widespread? Is it across all of your provinces there? And uh, I'm sure you have different sizes of sheds, too. What's your biggest and smallest that you know about? Yeah, so the, the shed movement is growing um, across, across the country. When we started um, our partnership with the Men's Shed Association for British Columbia, we had set out over the course of three years to grow by 30 sheds in, in British Columbia. And through that um, and through that momentum, we've also seen um, a Men's Shed Association for Canada start, um, who are going to continue to support the growth of that. And uh, I've heard from them that their goal over the next 10 years is to grow to 1,000 sheds. Um, in terms of uh, 
size. Uh, it varies. It usually starts with just two guys who come forward and say, we want to do this. Um, and that, um, that momentum and that uh, passion just grow the shed. So uh, on average, you see sheds anywhere from kind of 12 to 24 people. Uh, but uh, the largest that I've heard about uh, is 160 men. Does this also have some positive benefit to younger age groups, especially with younger men watching the more older adults, the older men do these positive things? Have you heard that it trickles down some, that that, that the younger guys look at it and say, oh, we need to be doing something like this too? Yeah, you know, I think that... Um the the men that I've seen involved in the men's sheds are are very uh, very inspirational um, on on many levels. So you know to your point to those kind of middle aged um, individuals who uh, still kind of have have working careers. I think um, for them it's very inspirational to see that you know someone at the age of sixty five or seventy or eighty even um, is still still as active as, as some of the, the shedders are. I think that is a source of inspiration. What I find really cool about the men's sheds is that while the, the kind of target audience is those older men, um, it provides a great opportunity for intergenerational connection. So the example I gave earlier around children rolling up with their bikes to, to ask the guys for, for help, you know, oiling the chains or, or what have you, that is such a neat um, opportunity because... I mean, that might only take 10 or 15 minutes, but it's not 10 or 15 minutes of silence. It's 10 or 15 minutes of those two or three individuals connecting. And, you know, that that whole idea of connection from 8 to 80 really comes to light in, in something, in an activity like that. So I think it inspires all ages um, for, for different reasons. Do you know of other countries that the shed movement is active in outside of Australia and Canada? Do we have such in the U.S., U.K., where else? Uh, all over the world, we've seen um, sheds, including um, the U.K. We've seen it uh, in New Zealand. Uh, it's it's It continues to grow, and I think um, uh, there is also uh, 30, about 30 sheds that we know about in the U.S., um, and, you know, we're, we're doing our best to... to educate others on how um, you know we were able to spark this movement in British Columbia um, and and with our partners grow um, the movement across Canada and hopefully um, that can be used as a model to grow it uh, in the US as well as in other countries. People listening are going to probably get the impression we're talking about men who live alone that are isolated and that's probably the central focus. Married men say, well, maybe that's not for me because I'm not alone and isolated. But are they participating as well? Maybe their wives just want to get them out of the house. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it's it's open to all men for a variety of reasons. Absolutely, it it's uh, there to address social isolation and this loss of purpose that we've spoken about. Sometimes it's a break from the house. Sometimes it's just, you know, meeting new people um, because, you know, retired men no longer go to work every day. So they're at home. There's no opportunity really to interact or engage with anyone other than those who live in your household. Um, it's also just an opportunity to stay active uh, in the community. And so so absolutely, uh, there there are men um, who who have you know, large families um, and, and different family circumstances who attend the men's sheds and gain just as much as, as those who are uh, 
socially isolated. I know your organization facilitates it and supports it, but you as a guy, where would you like to see the shed movement grow or or to do that would also make it attractive for you to be a participant in it as well? I think it's very important that sheds stay local, community-based, grassroots. Um, I, I've often wondered if there's an opportunity for other groups and organizations to form, um, I guess, sheds as kind of a subset. So I think about um, faith-based organizations who have um, perhaps groups already established, uh, but not not in a in a setting like a shed. So you know you might bring um, older men from um, a certain faith-based community to attend events or attend celebrations or to participate in other voluntary events. It would be very cool to see this expand in a way that, again, keeps it local and keeps it grassroots. Do you also have sheds among, I'm going to say Native Americans for us, but in Canada you all call them indigenous? Do you see sheds among them or does their culture have their own way of facilitating connection among men? I can't necessarily speak to the the culture and the impacts, but I think that the beauty of a men's shed is that it's so kind of malleable to whatever a particular culture or faith or, or group of people feel is appropriate for them. So there's no there's no rules. Like you you don't have to necessarily um, go by uh, what's written in uh, kind of the guidelines in terms of activity. So. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak specifically to that, that um, like to the Indigenous culture, but I can say that, you know, if a group were to come forward, um, a men's shed would be a wonderful opportunity to, to connect um, and, and build uh, that, that resilience amongst, amongst all groups. Our guest is Aman Ali Fasal, coordinator at the United Way of Vancouver on the effectiveness of the men's shed movement to prevent isolation and provide connection and positive outreach for men. Our interview took place at the American Society on Aging National Conference in Atlanta. You can learn more online at usmensheds.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get your COVID shots to help prevent its comeback. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.